What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Duality Podcast, where our models live in comfortably uncomfortable. My name is Ian Perez, as always, joined by Jonathan Mascado, Victor Rivera. Today, we're not joined by Chris Zora because Little Miss Alessia Zora was welcome into this world this morning, yesterday morning. So it's what, Thursday? So she came on Wednesday. So Miss Alessia, welcome to the world. You have a giant family that loves you. Had to give a shout out to Mr. Chris and Miranda. But uh, Jonathan, take it away, dude. Yeah, man. Well, real quick, congratulations to them, too. Um, the journey and, you know, parenthood. Welcome to parenthood, guys. And hey, for Hello. listeners, we got your back. You need anything at all besides babysitting? I got your back, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking I'm that. tapped out. <laughs> I know. Like, real quick, uh, just shout out and congrats to Miranda, Chris, and little baby girl came to yeah. the world um uh so happy for you guys but yeah it's gonna it's gonna be uh the start of 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 a, of a new beginning right now yeah. for them <laughs> well as always guys thank you for tuning in to another episode where we go from the inside out we turn our dreams into reality and we stop all the wishing and we start taking action today's podcast we talk about the marathon running your own race all right guys the the importance of you know being sure that you pace yourself you understand the patience you understand that everything that comes with your race it is a marathon not a sprint fam but before we go into it, of course, let's go do our wins and our losses. Pass to Mr. Victor. I need a win. I need a loss. But most importantly, where did you learn from your loss? Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, my win is that I, I, got, I finished the book uh, for that I was reading. Um, so it, it was uh, it was a slow one to start. Like, man, it was, it was hard for me to get through the first couple of chapters. And then, man, it got really good. Um, really spoke to me. Part of the second half of the book really brought um got my interest in i, I couldn't put it what down part? i just kept reading um and so it was really good so i finished it today what um, part Miho? i said Miho. what part oh. like what part <laughs> took that interest when did they start getting fire like what sparked the attention man for me um a lot was like the, the second half the first half was more of like treating people you know respect you know you know stuff like that being empathetic things of that nature which I'm kind of already am, but it was good to kind of see, um, you know, the stories and the things that that the author was uh, was talking about. The second half was was a lot had some a little bit about leadership, how, you know, relationship with, you know, as, as a leader. Um, so it had some things as um, uh, handling uh, difficult people. That was pretty interesting the way, you know, she um, kind of explained it, how, you know, her story and her path with that. Um uh, and then how does, you know, when to say no, when to say yes, things like that. Communication. There was a piece about communication, verbal, nonverbal, written, all that good stuff. Um, what not to say, how to say things like differences, how things, tonality, all the good stuff. Um, and also a little bit about speech, um, like public speaking. So that was pretty good because. On this podcast, I see ourselves in the podcast and I always catch myself saying, um, uh, stuff like that. And I hate it. It like really irritates me. So I'm really trying to work on that. And then the best way to one of the things which I already do, but some other things I'm going to try to do is just listen to yourself, practice in the mirror, like do all these other things that I think I've heard of before, but you know, you're not putting the reps in. Yeah. And then, so that really spoke to me because I really want to get good at that. <laughs> and one of the things that really stuck out to me was you can pause. Like instead of saying uh um, just pause and then keep going. <laughs> yeah. So that was something that um was good. Uh so yeah, so that was the one for me. Well, congrats, you're on you're on par with the book a month, and you already got the second book. 
Yeah, I got um, I'm in between. I got a couple of books. I'm not sure what which one to get. Hey, punk, um, you better be reading up. the book. You better be reading the book we're reading. Man, as a team. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. When I saw the title and I was like, I gotta look it up. And I was like, okay, I can see it because I have another book. It's all about finance and stuff because I really want yeah. to learn about it. But I'm like, all right, I'm gonna read this book. I'm gonna be a team player. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this book here. Maybe I'll dip into my third book here and there in between or something. So uh, I told Slice because me and Slice, we decided we're gonna do the whole year reading the same book. And I was like, all right, we're gonna do a biography because he really digs it, right? It's a great story, yeah. learning perspective ignite and i was like then we got to do an informative book where we got to add to our our bag our basketball add moves to our bag like this next book is uh chris voss you know uh never split the difference how to communicate with other people and to be sure that you're not getting the uh the low end of that stick right you're learning how to communicate where you are both benefiting and a lot of people don't do that right they usually just are okay i was like oh I'll, i guess i'll just do this right and no, it's learning how to better communicate. And so I told Slice, I was like, hey, game, change plan game because we we're going to read um, Will Smith as the next one. But I said, oh, cool, we'll, we'll do informative. We'll do uh, audiobiography. Informative. So that way we, we grow in all different areas besides just getting motivated, right? Yeah. I think I might read that one because I've, I've been following all these pages on Instagram about books. <clears throat> so I've, I've seen a couple already about the Will Smith book and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, man, I could pick that one up. Well, we covered him in the topic and, and did. it was a phenomenal yeah. story. So it's so, going to be a good book. I can just imagine. So my loss was was similar to you, which is funny because you said how your son was ahead of you in, your, in the book reading yeah. on the Audible. So my wife bought a book. Got I've it. heard about this, bro. Got it on Tuesday or Wednesday. That girl knocked it out in one day. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, she blew me out the water. And then that really motivated me to step up my game with that book, with my, yeah. my own book. I was like, God, it's like she finished it in one day. And I've been having this bro. book for, I told her, I have this book for 25 days and I'm yeah. like 70% done with it. <laughs> Perspective, um, man. When you really want to accomplish something, you can do anything you want. You just you know have what? to shift that, that mindset, man. Bro, like that really. So I kind of felt like in your position, kind of how like, oh, man, it's like, how she just pick this book? And then like, and I like pride myself. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I need, if you can do it, I can do it. Like that, comp- that competitive nature. You made in. the decision, bro. You didn't make the yeah. decision. You're just kind of just like, oh, I'll get, I got a whole month, right? Yeah. She made the decision. I'm going a, I'm to a finish this book in a day. But, uh, but it I was a win and a loss. But the loss was that like she just read a book and before I did, and then she just picked it up. And so, yeah. but uh, no, nah, she really inspired me. I told her, man, hey, you're my you're my win and my loss type of thing. But you inspired me, and um, uh, it was really good, really good to see her in that book. And um, I, I, I she told me I should read it. She was telling me about it, and I was really interested. Desi um, told me about it. it sounds yeah. building relationships and how awkward it's like. It's an awkward phase of trying to meet new people, which is why people don't ever meet new people because there's that awkward phase. The dinner table, the first time going out to dinner with each other, it's like, uh, uh, uh right? But you, you got to get past that awkward phase to get into the better phases where you're just really just understanding but understanding each other and being comfortable with each other. And I, Desi told me about the book and I was like, yo, that's a good read because uh, you don't have any friends. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> you know, is what the, the part of the book that interested me the most was about, uh, like you let go of like old friendships, you kind of don't maintain them or don't like water those relationships. Like a garden, bro. Yeah. So and it's true. Like I have really good friends. I can just I like two or three in my mind that that 
I can tell you each time we do communicate, it's like nothing ever changed. You know, yeah. you probably have those friends. You just like you pick up where you left off. Like, shoot, you might not talk for like a whole year, but you just pick up where you left off. So I have a couple of those that you know I probably should check in more more than than I than I and I do. <laughs> I feel you, Mister Ian. What's up, brother? Win and loss, homie. Um, when I'm actually gonna finish my book <clears throat> for the month, and it's the first time in like a couple months. I have like an hour and a half left. Mm. Um. Are you on the pull-up channel challenge challenge pull-up you just finished uh that just yeah actually that's where i'm at kind of yeah he did he just did it the second time and uh yeah you know how that went it's a good ass book i really like that book um for those y'all don't know what book you're reading or if you're just jumping off the first episodes uh david goggins you can't hurt me very different perspective on how much we're not doing versus what we could be doing our potential is untapped yeah yeah, I like how he, he makes it abundant. And like, so in the audiobook, I like, I mean, if you don't do audiobooks, I suggest you do audio on this one because on this one, not only are they reading the book, but they're like going in between the, the stop, they're stopping points between the narrator and David Goggins. And they're kind of breaking things down deeper than what's just in the text. And it's really, really good stuff. It's almost like, like a, a podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, with inside the book. So it was really good. I like, I, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I'm already thinking about, Challenging, challenging myself next month to listen to a book, but then also read a book. Uh, what I'm gonna listen to, don't know yet. But what I'm gonna read is it's a free book that I got through work. So Michael Dell has like a basically a, a biography of just him coming up. I think it's called uh, "Play Nice But Win." So I mean, it's a free book. I might as well get something out of it. Yeah. Um, um, I would say start small. Start with like a coloring book. Finish that, and then like move. Uh, I have plenty of those, man. Yeah, hey, man, don't Speaking hate of being a dad, like books. you know how many times like I'm you, not you, man. There's you, levels to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I've gotten colors out to color with my son, and I'm the one that starts to color and colors for like an hour, but then he just runs off and does some other shit. Um, but that's that's a different. That could be a completely different topic. Um, lost though. Uh, I'm not working out like I need to be. I mean, text Jonathan. I need like a kick in the ass or something. It's just I feel very, um unmotivated when there's plenty of signs of me just like gotta get your shit done i mean i i did go to the gym yesterday uh when somebody didn't show up because other yeah. stuff happened I stuff mean, happens life happens kids man yeah but uh i mean i didn't i didn't i could easily you know gone home but like all right he's not coming but i got i made something out of it did cardio lifted a bit and then uh came back to work so i guess it's a loss slash win i mean i went but i'm not going near as much as i need to be I actually took that day as recovery, like I told you. I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just let's just take it off, take a bat. When Desi went to the park <laughs> with um, with your wife, I didn't have no kids, man. And you know, I love my kids. I, I think, but parents at time where we got to have that alone time, man. And I had an opportunity to have alone time. And I got in that bath, and I did a hot bath for like ten minutes. I can't handle the hot because I got like bubble bath. No, I didn't get to do that bubble bath. But I did a hot bath because my muscle, my body was hurting, right? I wanted to soothe it. And then, you know, David Goggins is in my ear calling me a little bitch. Do a cold bath. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, I got tempted. I was trying to do a cold bath. And I actually did pretty pretty decent, better than I thought I could. And I also meditate at the same time. Like I, put, I have an app that's a meditation app. And just woosa. And yeah. so I just felt like relaxed. Like I was in my zen. I had the clothes I like loose, you know me, I wear tight clothes. I had loose pants on that was silk a little bit, like, you know, um, <laughs> you go to bed, I just can't bed clothes. 
And Desi couldn't even imagine. She's like, you have loose pants on? I was all like, I got And I, I was like, baby, I feel flowy. I feel like it's in. I feel vibe. I feel like it's recovery day. So I was like, all up in. I had a big shirt on. And I was like, very calm and chill, right? And Are you so sure you didn't do a little something? Before. Right, you would think so as a relaxation, but I, I no, did it, man. I don't have access to that, nor do I want to spend the money for that. I'm on a tight budget, brother. Um, win and loss to me, guys. When, my win is always my loss. I told you guys I was gonna take the soul of my son. You know, I was gonna, you know, over the weekend crush this fool in the book because he was three chapters ahead of me. That's like three hours ahead of me. But in my head, I'm like, I'll knock this stuff out real fast. And so the weekend came and the little voice in your ear, everyone has that little voice that tells you you're going to ease back, slow down. Oh, you got like, there's this little voice that tells you not to go hard. Right. And I was like, over the weekend, got busy, didn't get to read like I wanted to read a little bit, read a little bit there, but I didn't get the hours in like I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to do like an hour and then another hour, but that did not happen. And so there's a little voice that, hey, he's going to go to school on Monday. Just finish your Monday. And so I blew off the weekend. I didn't really take advantage of it. I was like, I'll crush his ass when he goes to school. Well, he, he got wind of what I was trying to do. <laughs> Did he finish the book before you? Fool, he was in school reading. Uh, oh, he was in school yeah, reading. Slice. And I was all like, I can't be mad at you, bro. I was like, you know what? I'm salty that you beat me. I finished 20 minutes after him. Like We went to the park. And he went to play basketball. My kids went to go skate, and I was going to the sand pit with the, with the littles. Yeah. And uh, but I put my earbuds in. I was like, oh, I'm about to finish this book. Well, I don't know where he's at. I didn't know he was reading in school. And I was like, man, I got like 30 minutes left, right? Well, he had like 10 minutes left. Uh, he was playing basketball. He had it on in his ear. Yeah. So when I picked him up, he's like, done. I was like, you motherfucker. I was like, no, you didn't. He's like, I took your soul, dad. I was like, uh, I was like, all right. I was like, I respect it because you know what? I could have took his soul, but that little voice that we all have in our ear telling you like to ease back, relax, like don't go as hard. I listened to it over the weekends and I shouldn't have. I put it off. I put it off. I put it off because I felt like I had time. And that's the problem. I think that most people struggle with is they feel like they got time. Brother, somebody next to you that's operating at a higher level that's going to take your, whatever you want off your plate. That's what my son did to me. So respect, but I got mad, played a one-on-one. I crossed him over, snatched it back. He went flying. He went fly. I broke his ankles bad, brother. Like, I intentionally <laughs> snatched that ball back hard. I crossed. I passed him like I was going to drive it. And I just said, oh, I snatched it back, bro. He just went, who hit the ground on his back. And I missed the three-pointer. I hit the rim. I was close to making it. So, I was like, shoot. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, anyways, but yeah, but win and loss always, they're always a win and loss is the same thing. Next time my adjustment though, is quit acting like you have time, man. Somebody, somebody next to you is going to take it away from you. Like they're working probably twice as hard. And that's what my son did. He took, he took it away from me. And I was like, yo, res- respect. Now I got to break your ankles though. Let's just keep moving forward. Hey man, now. you're building a quiet assassin because his personality is like quieter than you, but he's like, you're building yeah, no, a quiet assassin. Oh, I think, honestly, to not to go off topic, but for some reason, I feel like people think their personality needs to be a savage to become a savage. Oh, That's yeah, not. Yeah. Bro, not, yeah. you just have to have a savage work ethic. Mentality. Yeah, the, ethic. The, the yeah. top one percenters, the real, the real top dogs, none of them have a big-ass personality. 
but their work ethic is savage. Their work ethic's a monster. It will trump whatever you're doing times 50, right? And I think people get that confused or since I'm not big, I don't have that personality. I'll never be at this level. Ha. You can be the quietest dude in the world, but you could be the most savage person at the same time with your worth ethic. So, man, yeah, a little nugget there, right? But, uh, man, let's get into the topic, man. I love the wins and losses, fellas. Thank y'all for being vulnerable and, you know, discussing these losses because they're always something to be learned from. Let's go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and shift it and, you know, throw the, uh, the dime to Mr. Victor and to lead us on this topic of the marathon. Hey, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, today's topic is something that, you know, I've been kind of contemplating and thinking about almost the last two months, you know, from if you guys have been following the podcast, the last, you know, um, things have not turned out like the way I wanted to when I started um, going full entrepreneur with my uh, Kangalator franchise um, ownership. And then, you know, we're all in this kind of journey to real estate investment. So everything has not really panned out the way I wanted it to be. Um, so, but, you know, this year I had a different mindset, just shifting, kind of adapting, changing little things and really um, just focusing on, you know, making it simple and really making little steps, right. Um, towards, you know, what I want to be, but really making like tangible steps and things like that. Not really being hard on myself and then frustrating myself to where like, I don't do anything. Right. Um, or letting things kind of, uh take me sideways and then and like you said then kind of justify or make an excuse for yourself saying all right this happened i i can't go forward in this and that because like i gotta do this right yeah um and so uh but thinking about that i'm like man um it's been years of me trying to you know go to the next level and then really achieve some things that i really want to achieve but then, you know, and I, and I thought about, I, I compared it to sports and I compared it to like, you know, well, you know, I'm, I'm really running a marathon, right? I'm not really running a race. When you think about a race, right? You're trying to go as fast as you can from point A to point B. And it's really a short distance, right? We're not really sprinting a long distance. It's a short distance, right? You're putting all you got from A to B, boom, right? Um, so it's a short-lived type of you know high or win or whatever right it's a short-term thing right a lot of uh, sprinters uh usain bolt right he trains like years for you know a couple of seconds right um so but marathon runners right when they train they train also for years but you know they they're going at a, at a, at a small pace right because they're going to travel long distance you're talking about 24 miles you know 100 miles whatever i've right? seen people do you know, crazy, you know, traveling like states, <laughs> you know, yeah. running states, right? Um, uh, state lines and stuff. So, you know, I compare myself like, man, I'm not really in it for the sprint. I'm not here for the short term. I'm here for the long term. And when I really started thinking about it in that sense, I started saying, oh, I'm a marathon runner, right? So, and also my dreams are bigger than, than most people. Yeah, I started thinking, man, if 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 I were to run a marathon, you know, I'm running 24 miles, right? 23 or whatever it is, right? Three and three and a half. Um, no, 26, right? 26 miles. Um, so if I'm running 26 miles, like I gotta know that I'm not gonna give, I gotta be strategic with my energy, right? I'm not gonna sprint hard the first 10 miles or go my first. So I gotta pace myself because I'm trying to get to 26 miles, right? 
Um, and so, so in my mind, I'm like, you got to do the same thing. Like, hey, you got to do little things, run at a pace, keep going, keep running um, because you got a long term goal. You got big dreams. You got, you know, big things to accomplish. Um, so all that journey towards the end goal is just it's just something that you got to go through before you hit that big end goal. So so thinking about that it really made me think about this topic about, you know, hey, man, we go through we go through life and sometimes things take longer than you would expect it to. Right. Um, and that's what really I've been going through the last couple of two months, really thinking of that and really putting myself in the right space uh, mentally to accept like, hey, you know, you're, you're, you're taking longer but it's meant to be this way because you have to learn this. Like you have to learn it. Sometimes we try to fast forward things or like force it because you want to take like the easy way out or the quick way out because you want it so bad and you've been down like in like in the dirt or in the doghouse for such a long time. You just you just get frustrated with it. Um, but then you, you kind of miss the ball when it comes to, man, you really haven't earned it. You haven't earned that success yet, but you got to go through. You can't skip steps. So for me, it's like God telling me, you got to run this marathon. You got you to gotta eat these 26 miles, bro. You can't run 10 and expect to get that 26 mile result. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, so that's really kind of where my mind was at. And I was wondering if you guys kind of relate to that um, as far as, you know, in your own race, in your own marathon of life. Right. Um, do you guys feel frustrated at times or felt frustrated that things may be not moving? No, man, of course. But I want to ask you, yeah, because most people, everyone feels the way you feel. They, they yeah. have this expectation of I should be here at this X period of time. And that caused a lot of frustration. But who set like who 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 makes that timeline up? Like you put this timeline in your head and then you set that expectation. And you're going to get frustrated because you're not there. But Everyone literally goes through that, but some people shift the mind like you did. I want to ask you, why did it take you 35, what, you're 35? Yeah. It took you 35 years to figure yeah. out this? Yeah, I, I would say, man, it's, it's a tribute to what we're doing, to be honest with you, and being around you guys and, and really, really being... Um, really putting my self-development and in, in, in being self-aware and cognizant of what, I think I said that word wrong, but. Uh, Sound good. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> yeah, better uh, than how I'd say it. Yeah. But just being aware of like, what are my weaknesses? What are my strengths? Like really evaluating the steps that I take and if I fail and I don't fail um, or succeed in, and I fail like, and then just learning through it, right? The winner or losses and stuff. So um I think this this stage of my life is where I'm more of like, all right, I need to like analyze what's going on. And that all comes to like all of our learning. We've been, you know, the last, you know, really since I, since I really joined Cam Guider, just really focusing on being in my like my own um, uh, my own uh, boss, but also being exposed to you know other people, like you say, that you know operate at a higher level, right? You get exposed to like people that are like man like you thought you were doing fucking awesome yeah. like you thought you know that you were <laughs> you were the awesome sauce like no bro like this is a, there's another level right yeah there's always <laughs> um, another level yeah <laughs> so um 
So I think that like, and we, we said it before, right? The environment, the exposure, all that is going to take you to the next level, right? In basketball, we play basketball. If you want to get good, you got to play with someone that's better than you. Like, you know, Always. if you want to get to the college level, play with college level fools, you know, want to get to the pros, play with pro level fools. Like you got, you know, that's the only way to get better. Um, and quicker. Think, yeah. A quick, that's a quick way to get, to get better. Even though we're talking about pacing yourself. Yeah. Um, pace yourself with somebody faster than you. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah, that's going to motivate you. That's going to hold you accountable. That's going to make you sit some type of way. And don't be competitive with their pace, but be competitive with you and not settle for where you're at. That, yeah. that the pace that should always want to get better. Yeah. And to be honest, I never was like, I, I'm competitive to where I feel like I can be at someone's level, meaning I can get there. Right. I mean, I'm not, might, might not be there, but I say, man, if you can do that, I can do it. Right. So, sure. but, oh, but that's a mindset. Yeah. I love that. But I've always been inspired by others. Like, I've always been, like, observant. Like, when I came on, the Cam Glider, you know, the top trainers in our area, I'm like, oh, man, I got to – they're doing something. Like, I got to pay attention to what they're doing, you know. I think a lot – a lot of some people might um, might get, like, you know, uh, maybe, like, jealous of someone else's success and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and then, you know – I wouldn't do that. Yeah. And then, and then sometimes – I mean, you do get some sort of, like – Man, like I'm doing the same work. You think and I'm you not are. getting that result? Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, you that, think you that are. Stop right there. You think you are. Yeah, and, and you're then, getting frustrated. Yeah, but then you realize that you know, hey, they're doing things different. Um, well, there's a little, 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 little ingredient that that's making a difference. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that uh, I mean, yeah, it's taking me a while, I think. But again, I, ha- I haven't been in, I hadn't been in the right position environment and things like that to really mold me and bring me to that like enlightened you know yeah. uh mind or mindset um to really to be in the space and say all right this is what it's gonna take so i've had the fortunate journey of um choosing something and becoming really good at it which is early on at age 21 i decided to take the path and become obsessed with fitness and bodybuilding and bodybuilding, the characteristics of bodybuilding is, is there, the success traits of any, anything in life of consistency, discipline, patience, determination, and, and willing to push yourself to the edge every single day. And literally, those are the same traits you can apply to anything and become very successful. And so I became obsessed with bodybuilding. And so to shift it with the marathon, I've always had this mindset that it's never going to stop. It's never going to be perfect. You always just kind of keep pushing forward. And people, you know, we have a, a pandemic of it's going to take shorter than what it is. And I'm here to remind everyone, you know how long it takes to be 21 years old? Y'all know how long it takes to be 21 years old? 21 years. 21 years. <laughs> like, you, you, can, you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. It takes 21 years to be 21 years old. And if you go to the gym every day for two days, are you going to see a difference? If you go to the gym every day for five weeks, are you going to see a difference? Probably not. Probably not. If you're going to go to the gym every day for two months, you might see subtle difference. But if you go to the gym three to four times a week for two to three years, are you going to see a difference? Oh, yeah. So when you start thinking macro and you start thinking these are habits and you stop chasing goals, I think something Eric Thomas says, don't be a goal chaser. Be a goal grinder. 
like enjoy the grind and the result will come. A lot of us set that expectation of I'm going to be here at this X date. And then you get frustrated and you quit because you're not there. But if you just just developed the habits and the processes and you embraced every single challenge that came with it and you didn't get there, cool, but you just kept moving forward, you're eventually going to get there. And life, everything in life is a marathon, literally everything in life. So right now we have a challenge going on with CG, a nutrition challenge. And it's a four-week challenge about nutrition. And there's a test in, test out. And I guarantee you, when people are test out and they don't see what they like to see, they're going to end up quitting, getting frustrated, getting upset. And during the whole time, they miss the whole, they miss the whole message of me. It's not about the end result. It's about what we learn during this process so that way we can keep pushing forward. The test in, the test out, the evaluation is super needed because if without the evaluation of the pass or the fail, you wouldn't know which way to move, right? You would just keep going in that same cycle, which everyone does. I'll go hard six weeks. It didn't, it didn't work. I got frustrated. I'm going to quit. I'm going to try something new. I'm going to go hard for another six weeks, whatever. Like you fall in the cycle, then you get depressed and then you stop. Then here comes a new year. But what you don't realize that these milestones with these evaluations that are part of this marathon, they're much needed to, for you to know what kind of pace you need to go, what needs to be switched up so you can keep moving forward. That I think who said it best, um, Kobe Bryant, you know, a little tribute to Kobe Bryant is it's not the grind. It's not the 4 a.m.s. I mean, it's not the goal. It's not the championship, right? It's not the weight loss. It's not you losing 20, 30, 40 pounds. It's about the process. It's about the 4 a.m.s. It's about the workout. It's about the consistency. It's about the patience. It's about the determination. It's about, I am not going to quit. This is going to be a life thing. That is the dream. Because if you focus on the work, the, the result's going to come no matter what. Like point blank period, if you can just get everyone to understand that whatever you're doing is moving in the right direction, and if you just keep doing it and keep making adjustments and keep evaluating, keep moving forward and not even care about the result. Oh, my gosh, the result was come. I told Jeremiah, I was like, listen, you're doing way more than I'm doing. <laughs> you're doing a lot, dude. You're doing a lot. But I want to remind you, when we come and test out, son, that's nothing. That's not, you. You've been doing this for four weeks. I've been doing it for 10 years. You know how micro that is compared to what I'm doing? This is life, Jeremiah. So whatever pace that you're holding, whatever high pace that you're doing, you better make sure you keep that shit up or you're going to freaking reverse it in the opposite direction. And I understand he's moving at a high pace, but I can't stop him from what he's doing. He has to, he's going to touch, he's going to burn out, or maybe he doesn't. I don't know, but who am I to put those limits on him? So I got to let him keep going. He's going to touch it. But once again, Jeremiah, it's not about the process. It's not about you losing five pounds. It's not about you getting those t- the two pack, the six pack, whatever you want. It's about can you stay consistent to the process and enjoy the process because that is the real dream. It's not your body. The body will come. But if you can enjoy this piece, you're going to do phenomenal, son. Uh, So that was just a great learning curve. And I didn't learn this mindset until I became obsessed with bodybuilding, which taught me, oh, this shit's lifelong. I I can't put an expiration on it. There is no expiration. It's lifelong. I'm committed. Yeah. And I I think that's, uh, you know, about why people kind of hit like frustration or hit uh, or quit right or stop before um before the race is finished right before you you hit that you know uh those wins or those uh what are those milestones right yeah. um so i think a lot of us um quit 
before like we could we could early because we don't get those wins that we expected to see right like you mentioned people go to that they start you know going to the gym january 1st right every year everyone's motivated everyone's gun ho and then you know within they you know then they make all these things um all the excuses to be honest with you i was talking to my wife about that about you know we make uh oh like work came in you know i i work you know work came in kids family like all that you know was there like what what did you expect right but it's very easy to be like ah i can't do it today right um uh and just really an excuse because then because it's hard it's hard and then they're like ah i it's it's hard i you know i i gotta gotta step back but um i think i heard tony robbins say this one thing you know, I, if I could give one nugget before I go into Tony Robbins of what's been different for me in 2022 is I spend two, three hours listening to motivational speaking from different playlists constantly. So I'm able to to be I, I put myself in this environment constantly around high level people and just great speakers. And so Tony Robbins and it sticks in my head. He's like, the reason you aren't where you are is because the story you keep telling yourself is an excuse. Somebody out there is in a worse position than you and still getting it done. So whatever story you're telling yourself, remind yourself that's an excuse. I don't care how many hours you work. I don't care how many family members you have. I don't care where you come from, what your background is, where you grew up, what loss you've had in your life. We all experience loss in our life. We all go through different adversities and oppositions. What makes you say your position is worse than the others? But the people who stop using it as an excuse are the ones who make it to the next level and keep pushing forward. I gave that nugget. Y'all see my reel about the nugget? Yeah, There's yeah, always yeah. an opportunity for you to separate. Always an opportunity. Yeah. And I think that's something that I think when you start, you know, when, if you want something, I mean, it's a lot of things that go into, you know, how to stay motivated and how to stay, you know, on pace, you know, what you want to achieve. But, you know, you definitely have to, you may, it's a, it all comes down to like decision, right? Do I keep running or do I stop? Right. Um, so one of the things I shared today on, on the on post today, um, was that right that graph that you know your best right um your best looks different each day it's like a graph going like this right Definitely, up and down brother um so like you know your best could be like boom down here not getting results but then you do your best and then man you get this high result right so it's that up and down but ultimately right if you go long enough if you're indoor then you're gonna see that whole progress right and I think that's what you, I think to your point is that, you know, Jeremiah is like this much work, right? Like a micro portion, right? And you've done a collective body work of like, what, 10 plus years a decade, now, brother, right? A decade, yeah. Of, yeah, work. So like you have to put in that, you know, just you got to put in that work and then you got to, it's a lifelong thing. Let it go, like let it ride a long time. Then you'll definitely see, like say the result, you'll see, you know, um, if you're, you know, at a company or you're just starting, starting, you know, your own business um, or whatever it is, like you can't give up. It's been a year, two years, three years. You still haven't seen profits in your business or you still haven't seen maybe the results you want body-wise if you're doing that. Um, uh, then you you got to keep it going. Got to keep going. And you said embrace the journey. And then like eventually you're, you're going to see the results. I want to speak about two different things. The first thing is when you compare yourself, you don't know their journey. And that can be very frustrating. We spoke about you think you do the exact same thing as this person. They're getting what they want 
and you think you're doing the exact same thing in reality, you don't really know their story. And, you know, just perfect example of let's just speak about Jeremiah, right? Um, we say Jeremiah started and he's only been working out for the last six weeks, right? And, you know, Jeremiah's going to get the body he wants here pretty soon. He is. All right. He's Stay within the next year. Yeah. He's going to get it. Okay. But a lot of kids are going to say, oh, he was gifted with that because that's what they see. What they don't understand is it wasn't just this past six weeks that Jamar has been crushing it. He's been working out since age five. He's also put over a decade in of work, not as at a high level, there's levels to it, right? He just added the addition of nutrition, which it was very powerful for him to be like, man, I worked out for over a decade and I haven't seen the results. But then when I start doing all the work, right? Fitness is not just working out. Fitness is nutrition as well. Yeah. I mean, so many people just do half. I was like, that's, that's just the perfect example that you were doing 50% of the work for a decade, Jeremiah. You were doing half the work for a decade. And when you decided to, this is what separates people, right? Don't just do half the work, do all the work and you're going to see great results. And just within six weeks of doing a hundred percent of the work now, wow, your body is starting to change. And so just perspective, when you do compare it to yourself, to people, because we just naturally do, it, it's going to happen. You have to shift back into, you don't know their story. You don't know what they've been through. You don't. Right. And so shift, humble yourself back into, they may be different and done different things. Right. That's pretty hard for people to, to take in. The next thing is, you know, why, why do people quit marathons? I believe they don't, they're not great problem solvers. In anything in life, any journey, any endeavor with great challenges, big dreams come bigger oppos oppositions, bigger adversity, and even just simple ones. Just to say, just go back in fitness. Everyone's in fitness right now. Everyone's going to hit their first wall. Um, there's a five-step process in achieving a goal, right? You have the plan. You take action. You're going to hit a. Go, you're going to hit the wall. You're going to hit the problems, right? And people stop there. You have a plan, you take action, you hit the wall. Literally, people will stop there and quit, right? It's just, it's, they don't, they're not problem solvers. They're missing the, okay, dissect what's wrong. What's the root cause? Make a plan, that becomes the goal. Like, your problem now becomes the goal. And I think people, because their plan didn't work, they quit, right? So I, the biggest nugget that I can give anybody on any, any journey when achieving a goal is you're going to hit a problem. That that's that's part of the acquisition phase. That's part of the that's part of the process. But that problem now becomes the goal of how to solve it to get you back on the journey. There's going to be detours, right? There's going to be detours. So there was also a graph I saw on Instagram, and it was going up, hit the wall, and it does a circle because yeah, you're trying I to figure that. out this problem. I that. It might oh, why it popped up in mine because I really yeah. liked it, and then it came up on my feeds because and I then saw it. it. I it was a process, it. man. Yeah. And I think if you can just grasp the idea of like, man, I'm going to hit this wall. That problem now becomes the goal of how fast can I solve this problem, be a great problem solver. And then you can get back on your, your normal path and expect another wall detour. That becomes the goal problem solve and then get back on because it's lifelong. Like the bigger your dream is, the bigger the obstacle and the longer it's going to take to get back on the path. But that's why few people hit their dreams, few people fill out that purpose and that passion. And so I think just right there of understanding the five-step process and being okay with 
it's going to take a long ass time. Yeah. And to me, it all, all depends, like, you know, how, you know, how big is your dream? You know, and I think you get tested as well. Like you get tested. Are you deserving? So Are you deserving of it? Yeah. Right? That's that, why that, those walls hit there. Yeah. And I, I think it's just, you know, whatever you believe, if you believe in God or the universe or whatever, you know, you believe or, or spiritually inclined to, you know, uh, nothing's going to be given to you. You have to work for it. And then it's also going to be tested, like you said, if, if you're deserving of it. Right. Are you yeah. ready for that yet? Um, and uh, I think, you know, one of the things is that we don't get some things because we're not ready. We don't know. We're not going to know how to handle it. Right. Um, and then sometimes you are giving it. And then you squander it, and that's your lesson. Like, hey, I gave it to you, but you squandered it, bro. That's the worst <laughs> feeling. Yeah, that's the absolute worst feeling. God's done that to me. He's given me what I wanted, and I played with it. Didn't do what I needed with it. I talked to Desi. We had a conversation just earlier, and um, I was telling Jeremiah about the, you know, you're gonna hit these walls in your fitness journey and all this kind of good stuff, and. I was like, the reason why you're on fire and you're still on fire is because most people would have hit those walls and like been in that detour for a long time or quit. The reason why you probably hit the walls and overcame it is you've been preparing for the storms. Everyone, listen, our life didn't get better until we started training our what? Our mind, right, yeah. our mind. And so when you start training your mind, when you hit these obstacles and adversity, you've already been prepping for them mentally. Like you may not know it, but now your mental state is strong. And so I told Jeremiah, I was like, listen, son, if you didn't do the book reading and you didn't start developing the walls and obstacles that you would have hit, you would hit hard and maybe not recovered and possibly quit. So it's not me, Jeremiah. It's not you thinking you're awesome and strong because I'm pretty sure your ego is high right now, right? You're confident you're hitting all these wins, but you wouldn't hit all these wins if you didn't start training your mind. I was like, so thank these books, thank the discipline. Think the, the nuggets that you continue to receive, um, you would be, you need to humble yourself. You wouldn't be anywhere you are where you are without training your mind just as hard as your body and having faith and training like the three pieces. I think the people who make it big in life, training your mind and your body and your soul will get you far in life because you got to have these, these, these three things strong. They all provide the energy to withstand and to have faith and to be able to be on this earth longer with health and fitness. It's all part of you keep moving forward. And if you're not training these three things, you're really missing the boat. I like that. You actually brought that up because my perspective, and it's just from personal experience is, um, I think at least for me, my marathon is split up in between different things. I mean, it's just how life is. Right. But I think some of us, including myself use, the success of one race as an excuse not to excel in another race as we use it like as a crutch, right? Like I'm doing so well over here. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm gonna take a rest. I'm not going to go work out. I'm doing so well in, in work like my nine to five, eight to five, or as a parent, I'm tired. I'm not going to go work out and make that rate my fitness race uh, as ex successful as everything else in my life. Um, Cause I find that, I find that a lot. Like my, my reasoning is okay. Well, I did this, this and this, I'm tired. I'm not going to go. Um, I'm tired because my fitness is shit. Like, like yeah. I, I could be a better parent if my fitness was better, right? I could, I could enjoy being outside more, right? I could do more at, at my job. <clears throat> I could have more energy. 
like it's it's a it's a big picture it's it's a cycle like we fill all these buckets but in reality it's just one big bucket um <clears throat> excuse me so uh i mean i was quiet most of this podcast is because y'all were rolling with it y'all were just throwing out out fire but um just bringing up the topic alone made me really realize that yeah i'm you know i'm good my my marathon is solid in certain aspects of my life but um kind of putting it all together making it one whole race instead of separate races and using another race as an excuse not to do the other one um it just makes everything better in general like my like it was like health like the most important thing that should be in my life because if i'm not on this earth and i can't provide for my family and everything else is affected by it is probably the thing that i put on the back burner um you kind of have to be selfish a little bit in the, in this race like if you're not if you're not at peak performance you're not going to be able to do what you need to do the right way right i like Oprah what you said it best go ahead oh, no i like what you said about being selfish but, That's like, say, but, but in a positive way like the way you put it positioning it was it, it it wasn't negative it wasn't like self-centered it was more like a healthy selfish and i think a lot of people like feel like and i think we talked about it before it's like you want to take care of others you want to be there but then you don't give it your all you're not you're probably not your best self because you're not pouring into yourself right you're not like you know uh put spending that time for yourself which is either fitness either whatever it is that you're that fills your cup um but you have to be selfish like you gotta be selfish to take care of yourself um you know, you i'm just- selfishly unselfish and Oprah kind of said that is if I'm not operating, if I'm not feeding into myself and taking care of myself and not just filling up my cup, Oprah says, if I'm not overfilling my cup where it's pouring out, I can't give to the world and I can't impact and I can't go on and make this big legacy of just serving. Nothing works unless you do. And I think that's just a foundation to anybody that's listening is, Bro, if you're not taking care of your health, if you're not training your mind and you're not training your, your faith, these are three aspects of your life that are going to hold you down when things go to shit. These three things. And I had this conversation with my wife today and she's like, you know what? You're right, because when you're when you're not taking self-care, you, you hit a dip somewhere. If you're not taking care of your faith, you're going to get depressed. If you're not taking care of your mind, when you hit that adverse in, uh, opposition, you're mentally not going to be able to handle it well. These three things literally protect you to keep moving forward. It's like these armor for you to continue to live out what God has planned for you. You got to pour into yourself. When people ask me, Jonathan, you spend three to four hours on yourself every single day. Damn right. Like literally damn right. I damn right. I do because I shift my perspective. I, I early on, I thought I was being super selfish and so did Desiree because we were super unaware. She would get on to me. You're spending way too long working out, going on your runs you know, doing all this self-care, foam rolling, all this stuff. She's like, that's, you're taking so much away, right? Until we started putting ourselves in different environments and different levels of people and understanding, well, well, we have it. Our perspective is wrong to go where we want to go. We need to shift our perspective and understand, oh, nothing works unless we do. So every single day, I ask my wife, when do you need to work out? When do I need to have the kids? When do you need your time so you can be alone? Because if I don't give her that time, she's no good. And if she's no good, the whole household is no good, brother. It's a priority. Self-care is a freaking priority in our household. And to the average people, to be honest, I'm not even trying to act all egoistic or anything like that. But to the average people, it looks selfish. But you got to get to the point where this is not their dream. They're not going to understand. 
You gotta have a balance, right? You gotta have that balance. So part of what we're saying as well is like, man, you gotta have that balance. You can't just be, hey, work, 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 right? And then this other other things, right, are 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 not being taken care of. So you gotta have that balance to where, and there's always, and there are periods of times, seasons in your marathon that yeah, okay, you gotta put in that grind. Like you gotta grind it. I might not work out today or tomorrow because. I have a deadline. I got to work on this, right? To, you know, it's a purpose, right? Um, and there's a season where you're like, all right, you know, right now it's not as busy at, at work or whatever. I'm a cruise. I'm going to take time for myself right now. Um, and it's, it's good to have that time for family, all those things. Um, but, you know, ultimately you got to have that balance to where, you know, you I might disagree. I might disagree. It's a tad bit, but it's going to be a good conversation though. Um, I, balance. I don't think there's, I think you were, you were on it. We go through seasons. You go through seasons of priorities and goals, and it's always going to be this way and this way. Um, Jeff Davison, our CEO of Camp Gladiator, even said it. Um, life is never going to be balanced. It's always going to be different harmonies, where there's going to be different time periods and different focuses of your life. And if you keep trying to pursue this balance, that's like trying to perfect something. Nobody's yeah, ever going to get perfect. Yeah, I was actually going to say, like, yeah, balance not to see perfection, like, to where everything's even keel. Because, but, I, I, uh, but, but, you, I would say don't just, uh, don't just overdo it on one extreme, right? To where we're yeah, like, it, oh, it I've let go of my my health, or I'm like, oh, I'm like super like into you know my spiritual, but I've let go of some other things. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so those type of things is to where I mean by balance, meaning. You know, you're not gonna. Uh, what is it? What is that word I'm looking for? Um, but uh, to where you let go completely of something else, right? No, for sure. I feel you. Seasons. Um, anything else, brother? I think, man, we, we that was a good ass topic, um, Victor. Very good topic. There's a lot of nuggets in there. So, so many nuggets in there. We should write a book. We should. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna write a. We're gonna write a book about Jonathan. I think his life's more interesting. Marathon. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's get up out of here. Indus, get us out of here. Yes, sir. As a reminder, everybody, we uh, we're on all platforms. You know, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google. So wherever you listen to us, uh, there are other other ways to do it if needed. Um, you know, we appreciate you joining us today. Um, Another shout out to to Chris, Miranda, and Ms. Alessia. Welcome to the world again. Um, you're born to be great, so go and do it. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Until next time, peace and love. Peace.